You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV's After Show for Rookie Blue. It is Season 5, Episode 4, Wanting. I am your host, Tiana Hobson, and tonight I have two ho- co-hosts. Yes. I almost call you guys ho-hosts. Co-hosts. <laughs> well, that's a different kind of episode. Um, two co-hosts who I will let introduce themselves. Hello, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. And I am Yvonne Masonette. And welcome, Yvonne. Thank you for Thank joining you. our panel. Thank you. We needed kind someone else here. Yeah, I shake mean, it not, up a little. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like Marissa and all, but like, come on. We're kind of sick of each other, yeah. so we needed to add something new. Yeah, we need, we need yeah. a little extra flavor in the mix. So <laughs> we got that for you guys. Um, tonight's episode was definitely action-packed and full of drama. A lot of suspicion. You know, like, we didn't know who it was and just pointing in all the innocent people that were caught in between. Yeah. I felt bad for them. Yeah. It's a lot of innocent lives. Um, let's get into this case. So you have, I mean, it's clearly Canada and clearly there's <laughs> games. It's wild down there. It's wild out there. It's like the Wild West all of a sudden. Um, we got shootouts, got all these people <laughs> down and from- missing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So McNally and Duncan respond to a call, um, and you know someone has found a man who's been shot in a stairwell. They get there and find out that the guy actually is still alive, which is good. But you know, then it becomes the whole thing of like, why was he shot? Was you know he the victim or a target? You know, everyone comes in. He has a past with you know breaking the yeah. law and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, Duncan jumps to conclusions very quickly because he's still a rookie and. You know, I mean that's so typical, Duncan. Though because yeah. you know we even saw at the beginning where Andy was questioning Duncan, and you know Oliver sh- Oliver was like, you know, give him some freedom, let him decide things and do things on his own. And then, you know, I think he Andy gave him a little bit too much freedom. Yeah. We'll get into that, but we saw Duncan very much being a rookie tonight. Totally, and it's something um, that you know we keep seeing and we keep saying. You keep holding out hope, like, okay, next time he's going to come with it, and now it's kind of like, all right. But if you ask me, I kind of have a feeling that there's something sinister going on when it comes to Duncan. Yeah, I feel like he's not all there most of the time, because he he acts very aloof at times, you know, and it's like, okay, if you're a cop, you got to be on your toes, you have to always be aware, because at any point, something can happen to you, you should be one of those people who's constantly looking around if you're a cop. But do you think he's really just like this innocent rookie, or there's something to discover about him, there's something else, you know? I have a feeling we're going to find out something. I think there is a little bit more to him, too. I think there's more, because we also, 
with all of his naive, you know, situations that he deals through and goes through and stuff, it makes me question how the heck did he even get out of the academy? Yeah. How did anyone mm-hmm. pass him and say he's good enough to be on the field? Well, we know who his stepdad is. Yes, we so. know. This so is, he obviously has political pull, which yeah. doesn't help with his intelligence. <laughs> yeah. It does not. <laughs> it does not help. Seriously. <laughs> um, well, you know, in their rookiness, you know, everyone makes mistakes, but yes. Gail and Chris are, you know, upstairs checking rooms. Gail opens up the laundry room door and finds another victim, a woman there, and all she, she's still alive, and all she says is Sophia? That was the name, right? Yes. The, the I thought it was epi- Sophie, but yeah, sure. So, oh, Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. Sophie. Sophie. Sophie, okay. I was like, it's very low, so I couldn't hear exactly Sophie. all the names. I might have missed a couple names, so fans, make sure you help us out with the names <laughs> if we get them wrong. Um, and so, you know, we find her in the laundry room, and then Dove, Nick, and Sam find a third person who was actually in his apartment, who we then learn is the actual target of, you know, this whole gun violence. Yeah. Um, his name was Donovan Cody. Dominic. 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 See, I told you guys, I was <laughs> really bad with the names tonight. Um, and he's the head of the Jameson gang. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that because Jameson lot. Whiskey. That's how I put the connection <laughs> in my head. That's a good association. Yeah, it's like Jameson Whiskey but, has a gang, and he's definitely did his you know face in the carpet. Whatever. Yeah, that was he's, a, he's yeah, gone. But he's, I felt so bad for the other two who got caught in the crosshairs. Yeah, yeah, and especially the way the woman in the laundry room, um, mm-hmm. it just came through the vent, the full, and, like, through the vent, and then you know they talk think about she's gonna horrible live and, luck. Yeah. That's yeah. really bad. Yeah. Bad timing. Talk about, but I mean, Wrong you know, so the father, um, Daryl, you know, who was in the stairwell, you know, like he actually saw the gunman coming out and was running away. Not that like that makes it any easier, but she didn't yeah. even have a chance to know that a bullet was coming her way. She's doing laundry, yeah, and innocently. Probably, like she was, she wasn't even facing the vent. She was she doing just the hit. laundry. Yeah. I mean, she like, made it on the back. Yeah, hit from the back. She has no idea what know just what happened. happened. You yeah. know, and she next thing you know, she's out on the ground and um, calling, calling for Sophie. Sophie, who, mm-hmm. you know, at by the end of it, we find out, you know, who Sophie is and all that, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so we have this case going on and, you know, this gang member, and something that they said in this scene was, you know, he's the head of the game. They us- gang, they usually have a crew with them. Why was he alone? Sick. And that was the thing that kind of mm-hmm. set off in my mind when we finally do see his second-in-command show up, Shay, and that other guy who was just way too much. He was acting all extra. Um, <laughs> he was just a little too, like, hyped about it. Like, yeah. no, no, this is so-and-so. Too much of a show. Yeah, and I was bit. like, mm, I feel like Shay did it because yeah. it's always the second in command. I was like, you had the leader and then you had the followers who just try to pose pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, they are big hot shots. Yeah. They are, yeah. And Shay says, you know, um, the two gangs, because it's the Ruiz crew or what was the other gang no Ruiz was the leader of that other gang oh goodness yeah I have Ruiz's crew okay well Ruiz's crew (laughs) um they had a ceasefire going on the truth the truth but they you know so everyone thinks that you know clearly these two are beefing maybe the truth is over now so it's all set up to look like it was Ruiz's Ruiz crew? That's yeah, yeah Ramon Ruiz. And yeah. what was the whole, you know how they put the sticker with the skull? That was the mark of the cocaine that his crew kind of like... Was known for. Was known for. for right. Dealing. 
Yeah. So that my so house. they kind of left they left it there as like you know the this is signature. Awesome. They, which they I'm sorry. Frame, yeah. They try to frame Ruiz which, as true for the death. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna leave my business yeah. card inside the mouth of the guy <laughs> I just killed. Like how <laughs> stupid would I have to be? So you gotta <laughs> leave someone else's business card. Yeah, yeah. here's someone else's. Um, which I just thought was really funny that, you know, <laughs> that was even a thing. But Shay and the other guy who was acting all out, um, they're like, okay, we'll be calm for today. But tomorrow, it's you on. know, it's on. It's on. So basically. See, my question is, okay, if you're part of this gang and you're trying to be all at big and hot shot and you go to the actual crime scene and you're facing police office, what more can you do right now? Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're going to shoot up the place with a bunch of people who know how to use firearms. <laughs> so instead he's like, we're coming I mean, back there's tomorrow. Not, <laughs> yeah, there's not much they could have done anyways. Well, just think- to make it prove their point that they weren't part of it. I think yeah. they were just saying mostly like, okay, we're not going to go at, go attack, you know, because once you have a ceasefire broken, it's like you mm-hmm. go eye for an eye between right. the gangs. So I think they were like, okay, we'll, we'll stand down and we're not going to go attack them today, but tomorrow's a different story, which don't tell the police officers. You yeah, just confess to a premeditated crime yeah. to the police officers. That's more time. And it's like tomorrow, <laughs> if we find out that, what? Or is it just tomorrow they're just going to go attack? That's yeah. kind of like... Tomorrow they're going to find one of them walking down the street by them. himself and just yeah. drive by and shoot him. And then, that was boom, the war's back. Someone wasn't us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how... <laughs> I mean. Very funny. Yeah. So, Shay. that's not smart. Nope. Um, but meanwhile, you know, at the hospital, we are Andy and uh, Duncan go to the vic- the first victim house, um, Daryl, and they find his son Marcus at home by himself. His grandma's at work, so they pick him up, take them to the hospital, and Duncan, Duncan. just again so so bad at social cues because mm-hmm. you know there's a little kid who's home by himself. And I mean, not to pull the race card, but there's a little black kid who lives in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> you bond with the kid, yeah, yeah. Who a police officer's at his house. Kids like that in those kinds of neighborhoods don't trust police officers. So when right. they're like, "What's your name?" and he's like, "Why should I tell you?" and he's like, "Because we're police officers and you <laughs> that should." A, like yeah. that's not how you get them to talk to you. You don't roll up on a little kid. Like yeah, that. No. he's little. He. I mean, I don't think he was. You know, I mean, he was probably scared. You know, he's home alone. You don't And trained not to trust and cops, like you not, said. Yeah, not yeah. to trust cops. So he's not going to be forthcoming with information. But Andy handles the situation well, like she always does, because Andy just gets people. Yeah. And I think that's one of the greatest traits in her character. She knows how to sympathize and empathize with people. She knows how to connect and the human, the need for human mm-hmm. connection and to actually get onto their level and, like, connect with them in that way, have similarities. You know, when you're going into basketball, hey, you know, I'm sure you could probably take down. And I love the yeah. comment about his small lady hands. Was it, that, <laughs> yeah. And that was perfect, you know. That was perfect. It really kind of got was. to get a jab at Duncan. Get a little jab in there at Duncan. And, yeah. But to open the kid up, Exactly. Too. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's like, that's how you get them to trust you. And I think Andy does a great job, you know, out of all the rookies, that even though she's all dressed up in her police gear and, you know, the big, bulky, like, bulletproof yeah. vests and stuff, mm-hmm. there's still something that when you look at her when she's talking to civilians, she's very much on their level. And you forget that she's wearing all that garb. And, you know, you think you're just talking to your neighbor. I agree totally. Yeah, because she's... she even said her first name, I'm Andy. Because when she first introduced themselves, Officer McNally, then mm-hmm. Andy, it got a more personal And she level. got Marcus to tell his name that way, right? Because at first he was kind of like, why yeah. do you want to know? And then yeah. she introduced herself. And then that's how he that's said how... she made him feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, and luckily his yeah. dad is doing okay. You know, he's 
the surgeons think that he's going to be fine, and then they bring grandma and kid there, and they're questioning him there. And then Duncan has another incident with Marcus when he goes to get him, when Andy's like, hey, why don't you take him to go get something to drink? And first he doesn't pick him, oh, there's a water fountain. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I get it. And then they go over to get some <laughs> funny. something from the vending machine and the... Grape, grape juice. Grape and even juice. then he kind of rolls up on him again with yeah, the, with the, the I, grape juice. And, yeah, he's like, you know, my partner sent me here to talk to you <laughs> so she could talk to her to your grandma, but I think you know more about the case. Which, I mean, his instincts were right in that yeah. regard, yeah. but it's still just the whole approach it's that the he, way went, he went about And there's it. something yeah. about Duncan that I feel like he does have the right instinct a lot of the times because he points things out and a lot of times he's right, but mm-hmm. it's just like he doesn't know how to deal with people and he kind of, you know, that whole rookie thing gets in the way. But I think it's a little more extreme than the yeah. average Because he, yeah. he definitely has good instincts. He yes. definitely says the right thing sometimes. You know, his hunches are correct. Because yeah. even in um, when we first were hanging out with him, when they were at the the um, consignment store. Oh, right. He, and, yeah, you know, right. he was like, hey, you know, yeah. why are we letting the bum leave? Like, that was a good instinct, but, you know, it's just the yeah. execution that he fails with yes. most of the time. It's that Absolutely. execution. Yeah. Um, of course, Marcus doesn't give him anything because Marcus is smarter yeah. than him in he's this He's a street moment. smart kid yeah, he's in very, general, yeah. Yeah, he's You did have lady street. hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he got a nice little jab in there. He's <laughs> like, yes, Marcus. <laughs> um, so then, you know, we know who... Um, we know that everyone's after the Ruiz Ruiz Ruiz, crew. Um, and so they set up a whole task force to get out there and grab the guys and stuff. And Andy and Duncan stay back at the precinct to kind of do all the paperwork because Andy's like, it's all about the details. And then conveniently, Duncan's like, oh, hey, so am I going to get reimbursed for that grape juice <laughs> that, that, that I want the so kid? That costs, like, probably dollar twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's Canada, so isn't everything, like, a dollar more usually? Probably. All right, two twenty nine. And he wanted that money back. Yeah, he wanted it all back. So <laughs> it's very important. Duncan. Apparently, rookie rate is not very good <laughs> <laughs> at the division, so he needs that money. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, in this conversation, you know, Andy realizes... There was a receipt from earlier where um, Daryl had bought coffee and a grape juice. Mm -hmm. So that's the connection. She's like, wait, Marcus had to have been there with his dad. They He's a witness. Yeah, he's a witness now. He saw something. They go to the hospital, um, and Grandma had sent him back to their house to get her pills. And so then it's like the race to go and he get. He took the train back. Yeah, he took the yeah, train he, back. He took subway. Yeah, subway. The subway. But it shows that Marcus was smart enough to know how to travel back and forth. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. he can go off on his own. So if he was at the scene the first time, he's smart enough to know how to get back home. Yeah, yeah. So he he could have taken off and yeah, yeah. And this is the part that like we will really get into later when Duncan and um, Andy go back to the house. And Andy tells Duncan, you know, circle the block because, you know, it's the neighborhood when people do not trust police officers. So you don't want to be the house with the cop car and, you know, everyone knows that you're talking to cops. So she goes in to talk to Marcus, you know, gets him to tell her that he was there with his dad. Um, He saw who shot him. You know, it was Shay. Um, I forget his last name. But it was Shay. Shay. The second in command of the Jameson crew. Um, And then he's and then, you know, we see that Shay's car pulls up. 
that black Cadillac. That was like a scary hey, moment. Way to get like a cliche car there, gangbanger. Yeah. <laughs> Here <laughs> he know? comes. You're the bad guy. The, the, big, the big giant gun yeah, the big that he giant, pulls out. Yeah. Too. yeah <laughs> and so Andy sees it, calls immediately for Duncan for backup. Calls the puts out the radio like, "Hey, we're gonna need backup here. Like our suspect is here." All the shots whole nine fired. shots fired. That was scary. That was so scary. And what was that about? I just have to know. Duncan freezing like that. Duncan I, completely froze. That's he when he lost a me. Panic attack. <laughs> the whole, yeah, he had a serious panic attack. But that attack was like really car. bad. Was That's that like a panic the worst attack? time to do it? And also because we even saw. It- you know, before they got into the car, before they started their day, you know, the, she was like, you know, this is why we have partners and backup. Yeah. And, and he's always wanting to be to, part of the action. Hey, yeah. boss. And then, anything boss. Yes, to I'm ready. actually have a situation where you can step up and be that partner, be that backup, he completely froze. This was, this, this, this is where, like, you know, everyone might say, oh, maybe, you know, Duncan, he's just a rookie. Right there was, like, just that moment when it's like, I don't know anymore. And do you guys think it was the moment of, He's just still too green, and maybe he needed more guidance, or, and this is now a real-life situation, he's out of the academy, or is it, you know, kind of what Shaw was saying in the beginning of the episode, like, if you have an instinct that he's not cut out for this, you know, let me know. I just think there's something up with him that we're going to find out. I, I have a feeling that it's not just so cut and dry. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to tell because, you know, no, nothing was really provoking him. He was just sitting in the car and no one was talking to him or scared him. It was yeah. just, he had the opportunity and he was just freaking out there in the has car. To be so like, something happened. Yeah, something snapped history. within him for him to not be able to execute. Maybe it's PTSD. Maybe he had something traumatic yeah. in, like, yeah. his childhood or maybe something happened at the academy with, like, an accidental shooting or something. Weird. And, also, yeah. because when he was in the house in the former episode, he was like ready to go, arrest people, Shoot jumping everyone. all in people's face. So it's kind of weird that he does this now. So I'm quite curious to see. Yeah, he didn't fuel up this week. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, it might have been that. <laughs> might have been a little bit of that. Luckily, Andy is able to handle the situation on her own. She hides Marcus. Her and Shay have a little bit of a shootout. I mean, that bullet came very close to yeah. her face. Very close. The whole time, as soon as he took that step over and she was behind the banister, I was like, oh no, Andy doesn't know that he has the gun and he has like a great shot if she peeks her head out. right there. I mean, the bullets can go through that that staircase wall that she was behind. Clearly, he wasn't smart enough to just start shooting at that. (laughs) Well, it's good that he wasn't smart enough. But I was not expecting him to be so bold. I mean, gangbangers, I guess, tend to be bold, but like at shooting at a cop like that, it just seems crazy. Also, the cops inside the house already. She knows who you are. She knows who you are. She knows yeah. what you've done now. Clearly, she's called for backup. I'm thinking so yeah. get been out of there. Yeah. yeah, before you know, you give the cops time to get there, and then you go and outside and now of a it's police all, officer. Yeah, so, yeah, well, I just, so many more charges yeah, on top of you know the one death and double both, murder, right double now. murder, Possibly. and then. Well, he was probably going to take out yeah. Marcus too because he was another yeah. witness yeah. and all that. Which yeah, also, but, you know, Marcus texts his friend to say, hey, my dad. And didn't. that's what led yeah. Shay. Yeah, led there. Shay straight to him because tight Things neighborhood. Travel. That's a bad neighborhood yeah. that's run by a gang. So they're yeah, going to know no. everything real quick. Yeah. And he doesn't need that getting around. So now the Shay's the, he's arrested. He's the yeah, so well, leader. Of, came. So it there, wasn't there from goes Duncan. that. Yeah. Yeah. So there goes that. His whole master plan to yeah, get the two gangs 
fighting again because he was mad because they had this ceasefire and he thought that they should be fighting back instead of taking the higher road of, you know, no more violence. So his idea kind of was to, you know, kill off. Take him out. And then go hit off a 12-year-old. And then go... (laughs) Why? Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's (laughs) like, hey, okay, if I can get this started up again, he's second in command. He'll be the leader, and then it's his regime, and they get to do whatever he says. And do you think uh, Marcus's dad is is cleaned up, or do you think, like, you know, like, there was the question. There was the question about it. I think I'm so. I'm surprised that they didn't really go more into that. If they're yeah. going to tell us that he did have history and for possession and assault, you think that would like add to the being a part of a gang or anything yeah. like that? But they really didn't wrap that up. I think he is clean because he didn't do anything for ten years. He now has a son. That he but he does know his ways, you know, yeah, with gangs know, right. and stuff. So I mean, I think they could have touched upon that a little bit more and made it more clear cut. Yeah, left the question. I, I guess, think it explained the reason why the gangs are still in that neighborhood because, you know, if he was gang-related and he's still getting his life together, okay, that's why they live in this neighborhood. That's why his son knows, you know, that's the connection to how small the gang community is in that world where, you know, word of mouth and stuff, and clearly they leave him alone because, you know, they respect him and know his family, but then, you know, as soon as his son started talking, then it's like, okay, well, you know, you guys were cool, but and we're not going to come after your son, to recruit him into the gang, but now that he's talking, now we have to silence Jeez. him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not to say that it's right or wrong. It's just do. dirty. It's just dirty. Dirty business. Dirty business. <laughs> um, before we move on to the next topic, I want to talk really briefly about our founder, Maria Menounos' new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. It is summertime, ladies and gentlemen, so if you want to get those bodies right for the pool parties you're going to be attending, then you definitely need to pick up a copy of this book. It has recipes, exercise, advice, and pictures on how to do all the different exercises, and it just tells her journey. I mean, hello, she went from a size 14 to a size 2. Sign me up. Like, right here. (laughs) Gotta get on that, right? So make sure you guys definitely pick up a copy of it and leave us a comment. Um, Let us know what you think of the book. Let us know what you think of our show. Make sure you subscribe to our show on iTunes and go on YouTube and leave us comments and tell us all your theories and what you think. What do you think about Duncan? Yeah. Is he good cop or horrible cop? Terrible rookie. Yeah. Rookie. Is (laughs) he a good rookie rookie or terrible rookie? Does he have any hope? Is that the question? Is there any saving (laughs) Duncan right now? Is there any redeemable qualities in (laughs) him? Yes. Because right now it's looking kind of bleak for the (laughs) guy. Not too many friends. Yeah. And speaking of him, I want to just talk a little bit more because at the beginning of the episode, Andy kind of tells Shaw hey, I'm not sure if it's me who could be a better T.O. or if it's him, but, you know, there's something off with this relationship. It's been five weeks now, so Mm -hmm. she kind of thinks that he should be stepping up and feeling a little bit more comfortable in the game, and he's just not. And then, I mean, we see what happens during the episode, you know, with him freaking out in the car and just his overall correspondence with Marcus. And then by the end of the episode, you know, finally... Andy has to go to Shaw and be like, I mean, she's pissed as she should be. Yeah, finally, she kind of rightfully so. Yeah, because we also saw that Andy was also being too nice at the beginning, Mm -hmm. having clear reports on Duncan, not saying all the details, obviously. And now sometimes you actually do have to be the the person to step it up and be honest, like, hey, you're not 
uh, you know, working up to the best of standards, I do have to write you out for this. Because mm-hmm. he's going I mean, to be on the force. I mean, that's hate me putting now. someone out there. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. hate me now, but seriously, this was your yeah. doing that you didn't step up to the plate. Exactly. And, and I that's think that's not my fault, that's yours. And I think it's a very fine line. It's kind of like parenting, how you have parents who want to be the kid's friend. And then when the kid starts yeah. messing up, it's like they still want to just be the friend. But it's you have to have that fine balance where you can still be fun mom. But also when the kid's screwing up, it's like, okay, kid, snap it back. Yeah. You know, you pull in the reins to kind of get them back on that. And Shaw does tell her, you know, why don't you try loosening the reins a little bit? So she lets them drive for the day. And that doesn't work out yeah. so well because then he doesn't drive the car back to her when she needs it. Um, and maybe this is his wake up call, you know, like maybe her finally going to Shaw and her kind of getting pissed at him. Maybe mm-hmm. this will be if he's the good guy, we assume he might be that, you know, this will straighten him out because maybe he just had too much leeway. Too much know? freedom. Yeah. She wasn't tough enough. So he didn't take it seriously enough. I don't know. Do you guys think that Andy should have been the T.O. in the first place? No. She's mm-hmm. the one that, you know, really it volunteered herself when everyone else was like, no, you know, we, we had someone else. And even Sam was like, I didn't want you to be yeah. the T.O. And, you know, we saw Oliver had doubts in her being a T.O. And that was Andy's doing. She wanted to be this sort of one. It proved well, to everyone else. Well, Sam did so. encourage her to take it. He told her, you should do it. And Shaw yeah. was like, Andy... I don't think you're ready for yeah, this. That's yeah, what I was going to say. She's not. She I wasn't mean, ready to challenge yeah. herself. Yes, but I don't think Andy should have done because we she know that know. Andy makes a lot of mis- mistakes too. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't yeah. too long ago that you know she was, you know, messing up Sam's undercover <laughs> life and like her life was in danger and all this <laughs> like, stuff. Just you know, like, it's like yesterday. Yeah, it was, it was just yesterday. She didn't know what she was getting herself into. You know, like I think mm, she was just. Yeah. Kind I just think of, they, that for. The tos, I think it should have just been someone a little bit more vet- veteran on the force. I, yeah. You know, you need someone like Shaw who's been there, seen it all, really knows what he's talking about. Andy is still new to the force. Not to say that new people can't train, but she's just still so new that I feel like if someone a little bit more vetted I w- should have been, I would put Duncan with Nick. He he has military experience. He has field experience in the p- police force. You know. I, and he, and he's a guy, and Duncan's a, also a guy. I think it would have been better to pair up him with a guy, not being yeah. sexist or anything. But I think that would have been a better pairing. Yeah, and also, why did they let her if she wasn't ready? I mean, she—I know she wanted to, but maybe I think can't was, just what blame was that inspector that? guy's name that I don't like? Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis. Because you know, after she said it, um, it's kind of like if it would make the division look bad again if yeah. someone's like, "Oh, I'm going to do it," and then. It's like, oh, actually, no, you're not, because they're kind of under a microscope right now, yeah. just with everything that's happened at that division. Sadly, yeah, um, they just have the worst luck at that division, or a yeah. horrible neighborhood to, <laughs> to <laughs> monitor. <laughs> like, I don't know which one it is. Lots of challenges. Yeah, yeah, facing lots of challenges. But Shaw does tell Andy at the end of the episode during their meeting, you know, that Duncan's probably going to face, you know, uh what was it, a suspension, suspension pending investigation, and he might get his badge taken away. Yikes, so soon. I mean, rightfully <laughs> so, though. That Maybe was a big mess up. Is and it like and two... he lied. He also yeah, lied, he lied to about... He lied to his T.O., and he purposely turned off his, off his walkie-talkie, what, what, his communication device. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he deliberately didn't help Andy out and didn't get the backup when he should have. Yeah. I mean... 
if you're not going to show up, at least talk I to mean, her. I mean, turning it off, yeah. I just cannot The turning that. it off That one what, was like, yeah. have your panic attack. But mm-hmm. when you turn that off, that that right there is kind of like the thing. Like, mm-hmm. why did you turn that off? That's intentionally tuning her out. Yeah. What you if have she a panic had, attack. What if I mean, she had been shot? What if something had happened to her in yeah. there? And you just turned off your walking, and then tried to come up afterwards, like, "Hey, Lying. boss, I don't, know, I don't know what happened. Uh, I, I got, I got turned around all these one way streets, boss." And I was like, "Stop saying boss." His character yeah. comes into question before it's like, "Oh, innocent, you know, rookie." But that to me just totally. But you knew he was deliberately lying. Yeah, yeah. It's so, yeah. He wasn't being mm-hmm. honest. We shall see about that one. Yes. Um. Meanwhile, Gail, who has just broken up. Well, not broken up. She's just not friends not with her anymore. Yeah. yeah, she's just her not talking to Holly anymore. This is a shame. I like Holly. I know yeah. she was. She was fun until she wasn't when she until got with her she friends. Didn't stand <laughs> yeah. up for her. Yeah. Until the friends make you show your true colors. Yeah. yeah. So Diaz, you know, has had another late night with the girl. The girl. <laughs> he doesn't say what girl. Um, <laughs> and which he, girl? Yeah, he's telling Gail. You know, kind of teasing her, like, "Man, you're kind of." kind of telling her you're kind of like a dude like right. you just get over things so quickly and you're not you're never fully invested in things and you don't let it affect you and then that's just something else that you know dove was giving her kind of like a hard time about last week and i was like these guys need to stop teaming up on her because clearly she's one of those girls who has the really tough exterior mm-hmm. yeah but inside is like a fluffy little marshmallow you know and clearly she has feelings but just because she's not showcasing them at work because hello don't bring your personal stuff into the workplace especially as a cop because personal stuff gets in the way and you lose focus and someone dies you know so I'm like I'm totally on Gail's side right now like if you want to be an emotional wreck outside of the office that's fine but once you come into work I think that you should be focused together right. and no one should know that anything's wrong with you. And I think they give yeah, her a little bit but... of a hard time because of her tough shell that they're harder on her and she's so soft inside that I think it's taking a toll on her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which isn't fair. No. No. And But, you know, I think it might get into prediction, Terry. I don't think that's the last of Hollywood. We'll no, saying. I don't think so. I don't think so either. They'll be making up or something. Yeah. Gail will come around. Yeah. Yeah, at least I hope so. And, I mean, Gail, you know, after she finds her victim, um, you know, she's covered in blood, and she goes back to the precinct to get changed, and by the time Chris makes it back over to the precinct, you know, he tells her, oh, I stopped by the hospital, and, like, it looks like she died. And they weren't able to locate anyone named Sophie. No one knew who she was. They went through the whole apartment building asking, you know, does anyone know this person? The superintendent didn't know her, or not the superintendent, this isn't school. (laughs) (laughs) The, what is it? The super. The the super, yeah. Supervisor. Yeah, the manager. (laughs) didn't know who she was either no one knows this sophie so gail you know she really shows that she does have a heart and she does have feelings because she's like wow you know this person is all alone i can relate to that you know it what if you know i were to die and none of my friends knew and no one knew how to find me that's the saddest thing in the world so Mm -hmm. she goes back over to the apartment building to look for keys to an apartment or something and right when she finds them the cutest little girl comes walking in and she has the same keychain keychain and she's looking for her mom because she wasn't home when she got home like she usually is and gail has to take her 
in, and that just broke my heart. That was heartbreaking. That, that was that, that was, was that was hard to watch, especially because we saw Gail being emotional, and she's not the most emotional person. She she doesn't wear her heart on her sleeve. Mm-hmm. And then when you see Gail is really emotionally affected, that affects us too yeah. because this is real. This is hard hitting. Yeah. And, you know, there's this little girl too. So she gets emotional at a moment when this little girl is like, why is the cop crying? Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's it's tough, but it was just too much for Gail. It's a lot to deal it with. It was a lot in one day. And it turns out the girl's name was Sophie and her mom's name was Trina. So her mom was just trying to tell someone, you know, her daughter. Look for the daughter. Sophie. Sophie. That's so sad. Oh my gosh, I have chills right now talking about this. And also because they thought she was going to live. Yeah, I mean, I kind of was, I was like, oh, Daryl came through fine. Of course the other one's going to be fine too because they were both alive and didn't think. Yeah. Yeah. Innocent bystander. Yeah, and that was that's just the worst. And her little Sophie yeah. was just so and little She Sophie didn't even see coming. Looking yeah. for mama. Meanwhile, Mr. Diaz, what was he up to in that? <laughs> what is that? Shady he, area. Shady area. Talking about, I want the same stuff, buying drugs. stuff from, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mr. I had all these girls and I was up all night. He's up all night snorting stuff. <laughs> Or shooting stuff. Or shooting stuff. Shooting, snorting, smoking. I don't something. do drugs. I don't know what you do with it, but he was doing something with that stuff. <laughs> what, what, was I know? I, what was it? What was it? I mean, it just, I know that Diaz went through a tough year last year. Very tough year. Very tough year. I mean. But resulting to drugs, I, I'm hoping that he is working a case that he's not supposed to be working on. Yeah. Like, he's doing his own sort of, like, investigative work. Like, undercover. Um, doing like, but it's it's not sanctioned by the police or anything, yeah, so no one nice knows. It's totally it off the books. I really, really, really hope that he's not actually using drugs. I hope not, too, because he was, like, he's such a good guy. Yeah, and he was, kept he was sniffing all episodes. <laughs> he had that coke nose going on. Yeah. You know, he was like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> always sniffing and wiping his nose. I don't know. Or maybe he'll start doing the crack walk. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. So, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens with Diaz. Yeah. But I was just, that seems so unlike him because he's so by the book and by the rules that I feel like something more is going on than Let's what hope. we just. But that might be cool, too, because, you know, sometimes people seem to be so straight. Yeah, and so they're, straight. Not, they're not. And this could be. This could what be. That is. Down a crooked yeah. road. This yeah. could be Diaz's. Yeah. Down, down, down. Um, and then my favorite storyline. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, <is> awesome. Chloe, <laughs> I'm sorry for all the bad things I said about her during last season oh, at the beginning I <laughs> because I was not a Chloe fan at the beginning. I thought she was kind of too much. She is my savior right now <laughs> because she is so cute and so funny. She's got an itch that won't stop itching. She's just <laughs> she very itchy all over. So it's been, I guess it's been like five weeks, we could say. That's since a long there. time, though. That's tough. I mean, yeah. I don't blame her. I mean, I don't, but then, I mean, it, five weeks is only a month and one week. This is true. But since she died on a table <laughs> and yeah. was like she shot. She did die. She was seriously injured. So it hasn't been that long, but the doctors have told her to take it easy. So she's living with her parents. Her parents are cooking her meals, driving her to work. Dove is barely giving her a pet hello. She So she's on that 
bike. Treadmill. That, like yeah. a crazy woman. Bike, just, hey, you have to get your rush somewhere. Yeah, she is trying to work off so some much energy. for taking those it easy. Endorphins yeah. kicking. <laughs> that, those endorphins. And there's is, a moment when you see she's on the treadmill and he's checking out her butt. And so you know yeah. he's not, like, we know. She doesn't know. But, like, like he's, he want, he's peeping that. Yeah. yeah. He just, he doesn't want to, like, like, stop you know her heart you again. you want it. Um, um, So she resorts to going to Nick to kind of do some investigating on the DL, which again, poor Nick. That was so funny. People come to him with the craziest requests. He, but he's the nice guy who will do it because he's purely the nice guy. You can trust him. You can trust him. He's not doing it in a malicious way. He does it as a good friend. Kind of person. Yeah, that's why he did it, right? Like, yeah, he actually. Tried I kind of feel like up. he did it because Chloe was crazy. <laughs> Chloe oh, had crazy, 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 like, crazy eyes, crazy eyes <laughs> going <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, so she and she was given a little too much. I might have been like, you know what? Just, if you will stop talking, <laughs> I will go over there and figure out a way to talk to this guy. And Nick is horrible at trying to get Dove to open up. That was so cute. It was really it was cute. Really cute. Um, Dove's like, why are you asking me these questions? What's going on? <laughs> Finally, Nick is like breaking point. Just like, look, dude. Chloe wants some. <laughs> you got to give her some. And then he just pulls them both together and he's like, you want sex. She's not going to break. You guys, give it go, ha- go have fun. Go have sex. She's not and- get a room, he said. Yeah. Get a room. Get a room. That was really cute. I yeah. think that was Don't like my tell favorite. Me about it. <laughs> yeah. I just felt bad for Nick because I'm like, he just got out of the whole Andy thing and mm. now he's in the middle of someone else's thing. Sex like, life no too. one has come to. <laughs> Repairing a yeah. sex life for his. Everyone who First watches our yeah. after show knows that I'm a huge Nick fan. Mm-hmm. So my <laughs> only thing is that I feel like no one has gone to Nick to check in with him to see how he's doing because he was really into Andy and Andy told her ex-boyfriend that she, she was in to. love with him while they were still together. So why has no one gone be like, hey, Nick, how are you doing? Good yeah. point. Do, do you need some? Let me yeah, help you maybe get Nick some. needs some. Nick, call can- me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm just like I've. Nick is Nick is my boy, so I'm gonna be on his side yeah, on this. Tiana can help set yeah. that is. I mean, Nick, back <laughs> scratcher, back scratcher. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm right here. I mean, I, and if you think about it too. The other guys, I mean, you have Sam, who's not going to be, he's not emotionally connected to anyone. You have Diaz, who's on his own downward Mm -hmm. path. Mm -hmm. You have Dove, who's kind of obsessed with Chloe right now. So, you know, they they have their, not making excuses for the other guys who should check up on Nick, but they're kind of... Busy. (laughs) Yeah, they're lost in their own personal things, too. Yeah, but, I mean... I know him and Gail have been through some things. No, Oliver both should be of, like, yo, Nick, what's up? How are you doing? Yeah. Him or, I could even see, like, if him and Gail could just sit down, have a beer, they could both be like, you know what? Girls suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We yeah. could actually have that conversation little, now yeah. and talk a little. They're both in the same boat right now, so why not just yeah. kind of help each other out? Well, was, not with itching, because Chloe, no. or Gail needs to stay a lesbian, <laughs> stay off my man. Um, I mean, but if you think about it, they were together 
twice already. So that would just open up a whole nother yeah. Yeah. arms. But I'm saying they could come together as friends now. They could, and, I think. Yeah. I think it'd be a great yeah. opportunity for them to. A too. great, yeah, for yeah. them to come full circle, especially after the whole, like, you know, him dating Andy thing and that crushing her. And yeah. I think yeah. now could be a time for them and to And in really the car, there was kind of a funny little banter when he's like, you know, it's a lesbian thing, and then she went on a pothole and <laughs> spilled the coffee all over him. Yeah. And, yeah. See? It's all great. And then, oh my gosh, cute. guys, we have to talk about Andy and Sam's kiss. For people who are supposed to be just friends. Just friends. I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't either. But the thing is, like, Sam didn't really fight off that kiss either. Because they both claim that they're just friends, but they obviously want to be something more. And Andy's making her list again. And she reached right over and kissed him. She, like, you know, that was... She made that. She went and got that. Okay, so one thing, because I'm going to bring up Nick again. Because when I watched the scene in their car... Andy was like, you didn't say anything the whole ride over. You know, you could tell me I there was nothing more I could do, something supportive. And I kind of said on a roof, I was like, Nick would have said something. Mm-hmm. Nick would have been there support-wise. And I think that's the those are just a few of the differences and probably what's on her list about, you know, pros and cons of, you know, Nick versus Sam. Sam isn't going to be that guy who's going to be there, like, to tell you, oh, don't worry, pal, you'll get him next time. He doesn't think that you need to hear those things. He's very introvert. Yeah. He keeps that to himself. Mm-hmm. Whereas Nick is going to be He's there. more personable. Yeah, he's yeah. more personable. He's going to be out in the open with how he's feeling and tell you every day, like, oh, how was your day? Oh, man, don't worry. You'll do better next time. You know, the next one's going to be supportive. yours. Yeah. yeah. Sam's going to be the heartbreaker. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's something... Yeah, he's he's the one, the tough one, and Andy wants that one. I mean, once she got him to talk, though, it was beautiful what he said to her and the reason why she went in for that kiss, but is it worth having to work that hard to get it out of him every time? Yeah. No. I don't think that Andy should... I mean, I feel that relationship would be too exhausting to try to constantly get your other partner to talk and know their feelings and connect. That's not... That's a one-way connection. That's not... You have to both compromise and meet in the middle. And Mm -hmm. Sam's not doing that right now. It's really Andy that's doing everything. Yeah. So that's why I think that they should stay friends for a little while longer, maybe. So now they kind of... I don't know. Yeah, now it's kind of like that kiss. What does that mean? Yeah. They're still... I mean, she went home separate from him, so we know it didn't mean he got any. smile. You know that big smile he had on his yeah. face when she got like, out of the car? He was happy. He's he like, was making happy. moves. Yes. I'm working my way out of the friend yes. zone. Uh-huh. Really getting it. Um, that about wraps it up for the episode, but I know that Marissa has a little news and gossip for us. Oh, uh, yeah. TV news. Just a quick little article I read on TVGrapevine.com. It, it was interviewing Ben Bass and, you know, just a little bit about him and his character and how he got started actually in acting that um, one of his productions when he was a kid, they needed someone for a television show. Uh, they needed a kid who knew how to play guitar. And like I said last week in our mm-hmm. news and gossip, he knows how to sing and play guitar. So that's how he got kind of started in television production. And then growing up, he was part of Shakespeare plays. And also for some research before he got the, um, when he got the Ricky Blue part, um, position, he, he did a bunch of ride-alongs with actual cops and realized and studied them, studied the officers and how they dealt with certain situations, which really had him get a better support and like respect for uh, the police force and I thought that was really interesting you know the method acting you you gotta really learn and put yourself in those 
positions and situations. You can yeah. really relate. That's really kind yeah. of yeah. scary, too, that being a ride-along. Because yeah. you never know what you're going to be yes. riding up to. Like anything can happen anywhere. Yeah. You can get caught out in a shootout. Crazy gangbangers <laughs> yeah. in Canada. Or <laughs> Canada. Oh, and yeah. the best dress gangbangers yeah, I've ever seen. Ever Canadians. Seen. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah. It's more than just a white t-shirt. Those guys were like... Yeah, fitted, coats. like fitted jeans yeah. and like a nice jacket. Yeah, they're not struggling. Yeah, they're not struggling over there. But um, yeah, catch that article on tvgrapevine.com. Thank you, Marissa. Cool. Of course. Um, let's get into our predictions for next week. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Well, we saw in the preview that Duncan goes and lawyers up. Because, like any good person who deals with cops, first thing you do is ask for a lawyer. Um, <laughs> but it seems like he's coming after Andy and the division with some accusations. Now, everyone on the YouTube saw last week that, you know, the promos really make us think one thing and that they're actually another. So, what do you guys think is really going on? I just feel with Duncan, there's something. I feel like he went in possibly to stir things up. I feel like he's been sent in to to do something. Like I don't an undercover guy. Yeah, or mm-hmm. you know the whole stepdad. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's something. It, it it can't just be he's just that dumb. I'm sorry. And the lawyer thing, it makes me think that he's after someone. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe like Jarvis was kind of in on the plan, and like put Duncan in to literally mess up the division because Tiana and I, we've been talking about maybe Jarvis is trying to take down division in some way and Duncan might be mm-hmm. like the first block to knock everything over. So, yeah. I mean, it could be that. But also, I don't see where his allegations would be would yeah. lie because it was completely his fault. I mean, maybe Andy didn't instruct the best but it was his actions that he didn't step up he and yeah. like he backed out now why the lawyer whole situation. Up? so I mean, yeah yeah i mean so quickly he really doesn't have a case because it was really his fault yeah and he could have just like like you know fought for himself stood up for himself like look or, or something but to lawyer up it just seems a little premature i mean it might yeah. be like a case for emotional distress, but <laughs> I don't know what else he yeah. can yeah, really be I'm thinking fighting. He can't say sexual harassment. Yeah. He can't really say any sort of, like, talking, like, ab- verbal yeah. abuse because Andy was never any any of those things towards or him or, or neglect or anything. If anything, he doesn't have a, a strong case. Yeah, if anything, I think that he's lawyering up because Shaw said that there would be an investigation and probably just, like, in protecting himself, he wants, you know, his own sort of investigation right. to happen, too. Because if, I, if I'm if i not just going to automatically trust my current employer, who is, you know, investigating me to not murk some of the details, I would probably want someone on my side, to, like, have both sides have their own separate specialists do their job yeah. and then, you know, come out and tell me the results of it and see who found what and what varies, what is different and what's something. But do we even know what was said? Like when he was called into the office, I mean, we don't even really know no. what happened to what what the what the disciplinary action was going to I mean, be against yeah. Duncan. We, we keep saying that he's probably going to get suspended because he is just a rookie. But if they terminated, I can see why he'd be maybe wrongful termination. Yeah, but that we might don't be. Know the end result yeah. of what that yeah. conversation was tonight. Yeah. So. 
hopefully next week we will see more. Hopefully, you know, yes. that I think that the division has been through so much already that we don't really need them to have to have any more problems. Yeah. But um Make sure you guys keep telling, keep talking to us all week. Let us know what your predictions are, what you think is going to happen. Where can they find you guys on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. And you can find me on Twitter at Entertainment Crush. And you can follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can follow me at the Tiana Hobson. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you next week. Have a great 4th of July. Yeah, happy 4th of July, America. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 